This is Podbytes, where we go behind the scenes with independent podcasters to discover what they've learned through podcasting. My name is Alison Fraser. I'm a journalist and communications professional who helps podcasters launch, strategize, and grow their podcasts. Welcome to Podbytes, where we go behind the scenes of podcasting. My name is Alison Fraser, and my guest today is Lisa Foster from the Real Life Moms podcast. Welcome to the show, Lisa. It's so cool to have another podcaster on just to chat about what you love to do. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really excited to be here. So can you tell us what your podcast, Real Life Mom podcast, is about? Yes. So, okay. It's called Real Life Moms. And it, I'd like to think of it as more of a self-help platform for moms that just to help them create the life that they really desire. So with that said, I mean, I believe I'm a mom and I believe that moms are so much more than just motherhood, right? But I also realize like in my own journey, it's almost like you get sucked up into this motherhood that you kind of lose yourself and, and you need to try to find yourself again. And I think with that, there's overwhelm and a lot of self-doubt that you might not be able to do the thing that you really want to do, or there's a lot of guilt in there. So I kind of bring on guests that have all these inspiring stories or resources or tools to kind of help moms really rise above that self-doubt, rise above that overwhelm and really create that life that they desire. Because at the end of the day, it, you're important <laughs> too. And I think if we can't take care of ourselves, then we're not taking care of anyone. That's yeah, very true. What was it that took yourself, a mom, to become a podcaster? Yeah, well, that's a story. Um, I I started my podcast back in November 2021. And during the pandemic, what I was seeing, because I'm actually a pediatric physical therapy, you know, that's one of my many hats. And um, as a therapist, I treat a lot of infants. And so what was happening in the hospital setting when we went back is I'd have all these babies and new moms that would come in with their infants and they'd literally say to me, you're the only person I've seen in a whole week. <laughs> you know, I haven't left the house. And all I can think of is like, I look like a Martian. Like I look like someone who just stayed, like stepped out of Grey's Anatomy, you know, with the whole visors and gowns. And I was not, did not look cool at all. Um, but they weren't even seeing me. They didn't know my face. They didn't know anything. And it was those moms that really got me through my mom journey. It just made me sad. So I wanted to create something that initially would connect moms, new moms that were stuck and feeling isolated. So that's how I started the podcast. That's a really cool backstory. I've heard a lot of people who have started their podcast because of what was happening with the COVID pandemic. And they're continuing to do so because it's having such an impact on those who are listening to it. Yeah, I mean, and I have to say it totally revamped my podcast too, because that's how it initially started. But then eventually, you know, I, I've really changed my podcast to more of a self-help versus a connection piece. So yeah, so it's really changed over the years. But um, but that's how it initially started. That that's a good way though, you're saying that you've evolved. A lot of podcasts have evolved and not being afraid to change as you have seen that there is maybe something that you 
could change your podcast too. Yeah. I think, I think for me, what happened was I like found myself, like the biggest thing I got out of my podcast, like, you know, I went out to help others like we all do. Right. And I ended up helping myself probably the most. Right. And so what I ended up learning is I, I found who I was. I realized that, that I needed to put myself out there. But what I found was I didn't know who that was. I had no idea who I was, you know, and here I am trying to connect with the audience, but I didn't even know who I was. And so I had to really kind of dig deep. I had to sit quietly. I had to do some inner work, which was not easy. And all while putting myself out there on a podcast. And what I ended up really finding was my true passion, my true self was that I love inspiring others. I love encouraging other people to do the thing that they were wanting to always do. Like that's kind of what lights me up. And so when I finally figured that out, everything came easy because I finally had a purpose for what I was doing. And that's obviously the course changed in my podcast because it went from like, you know, connecting moms and talking about kids to really talking about ourselves and helping ourselves. And I think now it's easy for me to say yes or no to something because it's like, does it align with my purpose or it doesn't? And it makes just life so much more simple and easy. So I mean, that that was a huge thing that I personally got out of creating this podcast. Sounds like you found the path of least resistance. <laughs> it's so true. It's it's like it's so much easier to walk into a door that opens for you when that door that opens aligns with everything you believe in. There's nothing in your way. There's no obstacle. There's nothing to be afraid of because it's the path that you're supposed to be taking. It's, it's easy. So exactly. I love it. And now you know what your purpose is and you you say you've got this, um, but things that need to be in alignment with your show, like the guests that you have on your podcast are the ones that you're most likely to be excited to interview. There's no resistance in wanting to have them on or to do the editing or to get the podcast out. It, it just flows. Totally. And not only that, I feel like I'm getting therapy 24 seven, right? Because I'm interviewing people that not only align with me, but it's like what I'm looking for. So I come off those shows and I'm like, wow. And then I run upstairs and I tell my husband, like, we need to do this, or I need to change this, or I want to incorporate this. So I'm not only excited, but I feel like I'm a student to my guests as well. So it's so fun. What memorable moments have you had from your podcasting? Oh my gosh. Yes. So I think behind the scenes of podcasting, which you probably know, it's like, we don't really know a lot about our guests that come on the show, right? We're learning as we go. And I think what happened to me for like one of my shows was that I had a guest on and they were talking about their grandfather and how he was a Holocaust survivor. And just, it was just so beautiful, but I lost it. And when I say lost it, I mean, I I kept recording, but I had to delete that whole thing because I was weeping in tears (laughs) and it's not funny, but the reason it was, was because my dad was a Holocaust survivor who had passed away 20 years ago. And 
you don't meet a lot of people who can understand what that feels like. And I think it just was such a beautiful moment for me to connect with somebody on that level who could understand how it is to grow up with somebody. I mean, it was her grandfather, it's my dad, but still there's something that you have to kind of be in it to fully grasp and just to have that connection was beautiful and very unexpected that I think I will always remember that. That is beautiful. Which guests have you had on that have been really like surprising to you or have like been like dream guests? Yes. Oh God, there's so many because I feel like anytime someone brings something um, to the table that can just add another tool to our tool belt is so important. Um, But I just had interviewed, literally, she's not out yet. It'll come out in a few weeks, but Donna, and I'm going to say her name wrong, probably, but Donna Tashtian, and she was incredible. I mean, talking to her was like literally walking (laughs) into a big hug that I totally needed. And we just talked about this. We just talked about how to take one step forward, how to overcome fear, how to leave the past behind and move forward in that present moment. Um, But just the way she holds space during this conversation, you can feel that vibration during the whole podcast. So it's one I'm still editing, honestly, but it's it was incredible and I'm still like feeling it now. So I'm going to highlight that one right now. Do you have a list of guests that you would love to get on your podcast? Oh gosh. Um, Honestly, I am so open to anybody. Like I don't feel like I need the people who have mastered it. In fact, I really appreciate the moms. All my guests right now are moms. So that is one criteria I do have because I want it from that perspective. Um, But I love the mom that just steps forward um, and not, is just not afraid to take that risk, to take that chance and tell us how they've overcome that and how they can manage juggling all those things. So I, I, Honestly, my favorite guests are real moms, which is probably why I call my show Real Life Moms, because I want real people who have experienced things and have overcome and are now helping others to do the same. So you don't need to be like the world's top scientist or president or top sportsman woman. Olympian. No, that's so cool that yeah you not are. at all because once again I think moms are incredible just who they are they're ready these superheroes honestly mm-hmm. juggling everything and creating mini superheroes for the future so yeah those are my ideal guests so whoever's it. listening feel free to yeah reach out oh, I'd love so, to have you on so long as you're a mom that's all great what podcasts do you listen to yourself? You know, I love podcasts that are also new, like myself. I mean, I've been out for, it'll be two years before I know it, but um, I like 
I like supporting newer podcasts, but I do love Grow the Show, which is a podcast, I think, for any podcasters out there. They're, it's amazing because it teaches you these little things and tools that really do help grow your show. Um, but I am also going to shout out one of my podcast mates that I've been on this journey with, and that's Jessica West. Um, she has a podcast called Empower From Within, and it it kind of aligns with me too. She's not a mom, but it, it empowers each other to do our inner work. And that's totally what I feel is also what my podcast is all about. So I, I love listening to hers too. Well, I will check her out. Yeah. And what tip would you give to someone who is perhaps thinking about starting a podcast or has maybe just got started? Yeah. Well, I think... Hmm. I think the biggest thing I want to say is put yourself out there. You know, don't be afraid to just show up as you are. You do not need to be perfect. It can be messy. If you want to hear messy, listen to my first <laughs> few podcasts. They're a mess, um, but people still listened. And I think it's relatable. And I think putting yourself out into the world is so important because no one else could be you, but you, and those listeners that need to hear that are going to connect to you. So don't be afraid. You don't have to be anybody else, but you. That's yeah. Very sage advice. I had a, a guest on um, a few weeks before this episode and he was saying your first 50 episodes are going to be messy, Yeah, but you just need to do them so you can get better. And what you mm -hmm. said aligns with that. Yeah. Do them and put them out it's okay, put them out into the world. Because it's amazing what people connect with. You know, they don't always hear that blooper that you did, or that thing you didn't cut, or, you know, they just want to know who they can connect with. And, and I think when we're perfect or try to be perfect, two things happen. One, nothing gets done. You will never get that podcast out there because nothing is ever going to be perfect. And two, you become unrelatable because no one is perfect. So yeah. I, I love that. That's also um, quite good advice for mums too, because I think we see a lot of curated reels and things, you know, on Instagram of like the perfect lunchbox, the perfect nursery. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but my house does not look like anything that's on Instagram. No, nothing. It's a, my house is a mess. It really is. It's, I mean, I try to stay organized for myself, not to be perfect, just so I can find things. Um, but I realized I have to let things go. Yeah. And when I do that, what I realize now that I have teens, because I used to try to keep it all together. I used to try to be this perfect mom with the right food and the right this. And I was, I don't even think I was happy, honestly. And now I have teens. And what I realize is when I leave those dishes in the sink and there are no forks left, because that does happen in my house, <laughs> my teens will wash them. Because they need to. And other, you know, like how else are they going to learn when I stop doing their laundry because I just don't have the time anymore? They do it. And you know what? Those have been great skills for them. So we don't have to be perfect. And I think treating our family that we can work together as a team to help each other out is a lesson. So if you have a clean home, yay, that's so great. But if you don't, that's okay too. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's been heaps of fun just chatting with you, hearing about the Real Life Moms podcast and, yeah, 
knowing that it's okay to not be perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on. And I, I just love what you're doing, helping other podcasters just really get a start and not feel alone in the journey. So thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode, which is part of my celebrations for International Podcasting Day. And just to let you know that the doors are now open to my podcasting made easy membership so you can implement easy strategies to keep podcasting fun. There's an early bird price until October the 15th and bonuses for fast action takers. Go to alisonfraser.co for more information or just click on the link in the show notes.